Yo. Welcome to So You Wanna Be An Artist, the only podcast that's for the artist, by the artist, every goddamn week. There are two kind of people in life. There are those... That will. And then there are those... That actually will. Yes. <laughs> and my guest today is definitely the latter. Make some noise for Koji Radical. Bluku bluku. It's muy, muy. It's muy, muy. And you, you. <laughs> Wanna come again to First yeah. of all, congratulations. Oh, thank the you. The project is out. Yeah. Second of all, thank you for coming back and trusting me good. that I'm not going to lose <laughs> this one. <laughs> nah, nah. It needed to be done. The first one was actually so sick. Yeah. And, and we're going to try it. Try recreate some of that magic now that we've got something new to talk about, yeah. which is 23 Winters Project. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, finally out. Everyone's loving it. I had one listen through yeah. um, because I didn't want to be too familiar when we came in for this. Okay. I wanted to feel like new, but there was no way I couldn't listen to it. <laughs> um, yeah. On first impressions, Nang, bro. Tiff. So Nang. Thank you. Like, even though I might not be able to relate to your dad's story about Ghana gaining independence, yeah. but the emotion in the do, way do you know that he tells that. The craziest thing is, yeah, you can. Yeah, I'm but sure, yeah. I'm sure like your, your granddad has a story of a generational period that is so vivid to him that every time he mentions it, he just lights up. Do you know what I mean? Sure. It's, that, it's just the idea of heritage can relate to anybody. It was just, it was, it was mad. It's, anyway, let me, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's first thing we have to talk about yeah. is the album cover. Yeah. It's the artwork. Yeah. Talk me through it. Right. So when I first started with poetry, um, one of the main projects I worked on was this project called Chapter Two. And like you'll hear a lot of like die hard, die hard, die hard Koji fans talk about Chapter Two. Because um, it was like this a cappella. Um, some of them had like musical accompaniment, mm -hmm. but like a lot of them were kind of like acapella art films that I would do to poetry with me and my boy Craig, which was how Push Crayons got started. The collective that I um were these the know. videos that was like zero zero one. Yeah, zero, yeah. Zero, okay. Those those ones. They're gonna get taken down soon though. Ah, uh, what? I just I, that's I, heritage. Yeah, deep. I know. I need to drop them again. Like, I want to take them yeah, down yeah, so I can yeah. redrop them. Um, but yeah, there was one called Peter Pan Diet too. So basically, one of my earliest YouTube videos was a video called Peter Pan Diet. And I'm in a gallery, mustache, ba like baby face, hoodie up, just rapping, not like rapping, but like, it was like the first inclination to what a Koji verse could have been like, really. So when I started doing chapter two, I did a Peter Pan diet too. And in that video, I had my dad speaking. And um, we put out, this was when I was just like grinding kind of vibe. So they were only getting like a couple thousand views, but I was more than happy with that. Mm. And then... Um, all people would always comment on my dad's voice and all that kind of stuff. And the cover image was me and my dad sitting next to each other on the sofa. And I was dressed all like, kind of like new, kind of boxy shapes, like um, by this designer called Jody. And, um, and my dad had a African cloth on and the image just went viral on Tumblr. And oh. I was just like, and I, but I just kind of like left it. I was just like, cool, whatever. And then when we was going through like cover ideas for this one, um i was like okay yeah i want to i want to go back to that feeling if that makes sense because i feel like that was when i was writing at my most rawest like i didn't care about what i would let out or what i was speaking on i was just going for it and it it just symbolizes the whole project really just do you know what i mean it, it's this idea of like the duality of generations and and then the idea that 
the wisdom is passed down. So even as you listen to the music, you're gaining some kind of understanding and knowledge from the sounds as well, which his generation had an influence on him and my generation has an influence on me, but you can hear audibly. And it's like down to like other smaller details, like um, like what I'm wearing is Chelsea Bravo, which was is a um, menswear designer that, that was like the first one you worked for. Yeah, that I've worked for and I've been working with since. And um, and like the stereo in the middle is my dad's actual stereo. It's what he still listens to the radio on. Nice. Do you know what I mean? And like even to get reception in it, you have to put a hanger in it. <laughs> and like it's mad. And like the the living room isn't exactly arranged like that. Like my dad was like so baffled but so up for it that he was just like, yeah, do what you need to do. And like we set it all up and he was sitting there and he was sitting there for so long he ended up just falling asleep on the spot. He's awake in this picture. Okay. But like maybe like six shots later, he's just dead asleep and I'm just there posing, giving it all Zoolander and stuff. <laughs> and um, and we just made a conscious decision to not put my name on the cover and make it just about like this this one particular image and what it stands for and what it represents. I in think the picture says enough without, yeah. without it, having words yeah. on it. How, how do you know when the project is finished? You don't, I was working on it up until the morning it came out. Yeah, I know. I saw that you were like, oh, I've got to go back and fix yeah, something. Yeah, I wasn't going to put it out. Jesus. I really wasn't. Did <laughs> you manage to fix it? Yeah. Or did it? was it a compromise? It, part, both. I'm like, you, I'm one of them people where even, even up to now, if I could go back working stuff and just re-upload the files, I'll keep doing it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But you kind of have to step away from it and let people Isn't enjoy that it. part of the process, though? Because if, if you didn't have to put it out, yeah. you could make it perfect, but then you have nothing to... You don't have a, you, you never have a benchmark for what you consider perfect because yeah. at, at the same time, like, it, it all depends on how and when you heard the music and in what state and, and what you was ready to feel and receive when you heard the music. Do you know what I mean? So that could make a song perfect, even if it's completely rough. At any point, though, do you think that um, you lose the feeling of which you first started it. So it's like if you're in, like, let's say you had six months to work on something, mm. by the end of that six months, you're a completely different person. Yeah. I think... And the energy's gone. I have, to, I have to accept there's energy creates a good song, but energy doesn't always make a good song. So that initial energy that you feel like all the songs are based on, I'm, I'll probably end up speaking about all the specific moments when the songs came into fruition, but... At that moment, you're creating something that's a great idea. And then over time, the idea develops and then it becomes something that could actually work because some of these songs in their most raw state were, were scraps that you wouldn't want to hear, but I could hear potential in them. And I kept working on them, working on them to the point where the reason why it became an album before the album was because I would have maybe a two minute song and say no and now it's four minutes 30, and say people are going to have to listen to it. If they don't, it's not well, by force. But you, were you worried that people weren't going to listen to it? It's an it's, album. People it, are here to listen to music. It, I think it depends on where and how you came into Koji-ness. Okay. Because there are some people that I have been listening since chapter two days and will continue to listen no matter what. Um, there are people that came along during the Dear Daisy kind of saga and expected or known me for a particular sound, which is a lot more kind of love-centric and sweeter um, and more conceptual based on like more philosophies and stuff like that. The people that know me from that, that would have listened to it. There's people that would have just come in on Bamboo or a bag of people's suggestions and been like, oh, well, what's this brother about? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And 
instinctively they're just gonna look for what song has the most plays clicked for the banger. If it don't bang, then I'm not interested. Just what I'm saying, like people consume music in actually so many different different ways. I can't never predict that, and I don't know. Is it even worth trying to predict though? No, no. It's like why? Like music once once it's out there, I've I've released it in a particular space, as in I released it from my yard in Hoxton. In fact, no, I didn't. I released it from my brethren's yard in brethren's yard in East Finchley. So now that has an effect on the UK. And then it may then have a, a, a further effect on Ghana. It might have a, a further effect in America, Canada, et cetera, et cetera. I can't pinpoint and time that because I don't have the machine to hit all those places at once. Yeah, yeah. So essentially I'm letting it grow. I'm, it's released now and it has to just grow. And it has to grow with people. So I can't predict anything in the now. I know it's a good project, but I feel like I've heard, I've heard massive claims about it and I'm like, I'm like, raw, sit with it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, people have said some crazy things. What they said? People have compared it to Illmatic and, um, which was the album, Home Sweet Home. Wow. Um, they've compared it to, the Pimper Butterfly um, comparisons are just, I think that's lazy. Yeah, that is a lazy they're, comparison. They're just rubbish. I don't even pay attention to them. I get it, but it's lazy. Nah, it's dead. Don't even pick it up. Don't. I, I tweeted about it. I said, I don't think they're necessary because I feel like this is the problem. Like, in the UK, we have minds, we have talent, we have like creative ideas. But we want to beg for that yeah, American counterpart. Yeah, it's like what's with the whole like, oh, you must be the UK version of blah blah. Why can't you just be you of you? Like, that's that. Like, do you know what I mean? I'd rather. I would love for one day, maybe like what ten years from now, there's some some new guy that's trying to take my neck off with with lyrical onslaught. He releases a project and they say, right. He's like, this is his 23 winners. winners. Do you know what I mean? That's what I want. That's what, I can't get that now. I can't get that in a couple of days. Uh, people will try it though. Yeah, people will try it. But people will try it. I'm just, I'm just here to make the sounds. I hear you. Yeah. Well, we're going to do something different on the podcast. This is something I've never done before, but it's exciting. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you've got a project coming out and you want to do it, then just hit me up. Yeah, man. I think it's wavy. Um, I literally, I was, I was burning a zoo and I was like, nah. Yeah. I, need to, I, need, I text you on some like, yo, why don't we just do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we was trying to figure out how we was going to do How we was going to recapture yeah. that and have that, that new thing to talk about. And it just, it has to be the project. Yeah. It seems right. So let's jump in to the first song. All right. Through 
allergies don't do much to cover bruises The news has been a nuisance Attention span too short for the whole truth We just lost another youth We just lost another youth center I've had enough Darkest spirits seem to confide in Hennessy Discussing memories that could turn Roman into memories Ponder thoughts Would the masses echo my legacy or not at all? Help me send a prayer to all my enemies I can only ever speak with the perspective I was blessed with The damn it curse my name I'll be damned if they don't respect it I was out here Trying to make a penny out this art shit With a doubt to disbelievers could turn anybody heartless The only thing I fear is seeing how black my lungs are Going to the bank and seeing how low my funds are This is God's body Speaking with a belly full of thunder Having eaten in 22 winters I know hunger Ooh. You think I give a fuck about a genre? I'm still trying to send my parents out to Ghana I've been losing weight Trying to find a way and find the answers But I realise the same things that make or break the martyr This is factual Selling my soldiers wasn't practical Found work inside the knowledge Made my mental twice as valuable Yeah, quiet room as the penny drops And you realise when you're broke they don't give up Apologies don't do much to cover bruises The news has been a nuisance Attention span too short for the whole truth We just lost another youth We just lost another youth centre I'm calling bluffs Very few Show love without jealousy The smoke clears and the high shows how low people pretend to be Bitter spirits may taste bitter ends This music shit is friendly But these people are not your friends I don't need you to show face my brother I'm easy, don't have room for people who act I don't believe, I'm aware of my wind stole Your attempt at kindness I see through I was told the wiser man will not see God as their equal Are you judged on the question or the answer? I just had another prayer going answered So do I speak to him or speak to you? When you won't take the risk to see the proof Let's play a game and pin the pressure on the poet, is it? Poetry, I rap, I found rhythm inside of poetry Let's play a game and pin the pressure on the prophet, man I wonder what my younger self would have told the older me Let's point the finger, say, oh he acts different Cause he's slow with the text and people can't get a hold of me Let's say I never graduated with a first step out to do road And let the streets take control of me Imagine my opinion, nothing more than shallow thoughts Simply spoken like whispers while knocking on heaven's door Imagine my talent had simply Run its course before I even ever tried By fault of my own accord Imagine We believe we can never make a difference Spent our life doing devil's work While asking for forgiveness If we only judge the man on the strength Of his riches and continue to diminish The strength inside our women I don't have the answers I am just another citizen Walking amongst false gods With self-indulgent omnipotence I don't have the answers I am just another citizen Walking amongst false gods With self-indulgent omnipotence <laughs> that song was Footsteps Produced by Selassie Selassie, what a guy Yeah How involved are you in the production process? The craziest thing Alright, so with this record This was already a tune It was out like It was on Selassie SoundCloud And it was like a minute 30 But I didn't know It was like it didn't, No one really clocked it It sounds like it's made for you Selassie said when he made it, he had me in mind, but like, I'm just, it, it, he just didn't send it to me. And like, I've gone round to, I don't know why, and I've gone, um, I've gone round his um, to make something. And, um, and I had parts of it written, but like just as loose lyrics. I tend to write loose lyrics sometimes. And then when it anchors to a, a track, I'm like, okay, cool. I know how to approach the record. Um, but he's, we've, we were in his yard for time, like hours just vibing out, da 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 da. And then he plays me, right at the end, as I'm about to leave, he plays me this record, and I just was sitting in the corner, just shaking my head, like just saying words to myself. And then it stopped at that minute 30, and I said, Wrap that up. 
Is there? That's coming with me. Like, take that down, take that off that SoundCloud thing and just, <laughs> that's me. And then, so I'd, I could only ever write a minute 30 at a time. Well, you can just loop it up. I don't have logic. Ah, oh, Jesus. And so it was just long waiting for him and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, but like, every time I'd feel something, I'd just start to beat again and write it as if to say I was starting a verse from the top. Yeah. Um, and it was, I kind of, it was a record I kind of allowed myself to write over time. So anytime anything would actually get on my nerves, it was like, cool, I'm just going to put it in footsteps because of what the whole song means on a, on a whole to me, if that makes it, especially in relation to the topic of the project. Um, and then I went to go record a tune with a guy called Pote. And afterwards we went to go link Todd the T. And at the time I was just frustrated because I wasn't- Was this when you did your freestyle? No, no, no. This was like after, way after. Oh, okay. Um, and I was just frustrated because I wasn't in studio as much as I wanted to be. And um, Todd was just like, do you want to record? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he looped the beat up for me. Yes, Todd coming through. <laughs> literally with the assist. And then, like, <laughs> literally just like, like there's an angrier version of this where I'm just like going ham. Like, cause I was so frustrated and so just excited to be able to record it. And then he sent it over back to us and we had it in that kind of raw, just loop state with just a beat and me just barring over it. And um, I was like, yeah, like this is the intro. You've got to archive that. Yeah, you this is the intro. That. So I've got that, I've got that original version. That is sick. Um, and give me it so I can put a little eight second clip of just that. <laughs> you just going ham. I can, if I can find a little, I'll give you the eight second clip. I can't have the whole thing just lingering nah, in yeah, the universe. Just, just cut a little, do, yeah. you have a logic, do you have logic now? Nah. All right, send it to me, I'll cut it down. Yeah, <laughs> <say enough>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But yeah, friggin'. And um, yeah, like Tom, Tom Grennan, who features on it, was already on the record. The singer? Yeah, I've never actually met him. But it, he was already on the record. He was always he was already on there. Like when I heard it, his part was on it. Okay. So like I was like, wow, like it's mad because like you know the ones where you hear a record and you feel like ah, oh, I'd get on with you. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's the creative story. Do you know what I mean it's the artist story? That's how I do this whole podcast. Huh? That's how I do this whole yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you just it clicks sometimes because as an artist, the the basis of what you're trying to communicate comes from a, a shared emotion. Mm. I mean, we all feel these frustrations. So the things that he's singing about could have been in one context completely. And from artist to artist, it just became an interpretation. So when I was relating it back to my dad's story and all that kind of stuff, and then he goes, um, I am trying to recall my footsteps, but I do not have a clue. Someone please give me the answers and tell me the truth. Lord, Father, free me from my sins. And then I feel like he says, I'm home again. Well, that's how I understood it when I first heard it. Um, and I was thinking, okay, well, my dad, when he was speaking in the beginning, he says um, that um, I was trying to improve my life. Um, that was his whole aim in coming here. He was aiming to improve his life. And, um, and as a result of that, now this is basically home to him as much as Ghana. And as a result of that, I now, everything I know, and understand that as a culture starts in Britain because I wasn't raised. It starts there. from him making that decision yeah. to even come here in the first place. Exactly. So so he's essentially talking about the whole foundation of you yeah. as, a, as a person. Yeah, basically. So I think that sets up, that kind of is really like sets up the character. If you've never heard of Koji or you don't know what Koji's about, mm. In about thirty seconds, we can <laughs> we can tell the kind of character that we're going to be introduced to. <laughs> yeah. 
in it you say something about youth clubs. We just lost lost another youth, youth center. Oh yeah. I was thinking um, the other day. Do you remember how sick youth club what actually youth club was? was? Was so key. I tweeted. Um, I had more fun in youth club than I ever did in the nightclub. Yo, <laughs> it's true. And the craziest thing is a a guy that I went to youth club with randomly hit me up and was like, "Yo, I remember you from youth club. I didn't know what you was doing, but I get it now." Mad. Like, do you know what I mean? It's mad. But that I'm sure that the same. That same space doesn't exist in the way that we we know it. What? Do we have youth clubs? Like where can we... the the closest one to my house got closed down? Do we have like adult clubs, not like nightclubs, but you know, like somewhere where you can just go youth club? Yeah, it didn't matter who was there. You were all from the same area, or you all knew someone. So it's yeah. like, if it's someone new, it's just like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, you're, you're my youth club. Like. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, can, is there those those spaces for adults where you can nah, just go and just be there? Yeah, it's dead, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's why being an adult is so sad sometimes. Yeah, it all goes downhill. It all goes downhill. I'm not... You mentioned something about you had another prayer go unanswered as well. Yeah. The first time we spoke, we spoke pre- pretty <laughs> in depth about uh, faith. Yeah. And you also say if I could tell the old me yeah. something, blah, blah, yeah. blah. There was another question that came up and they were both kind of around the same thing. Yeah. Um, when did you start to lose faith? All right, so I'll tell this story. I'll tell it. Um, I used to be an altar boy. Um, I used to serve in the church. And um, and I think being there, I was always one of those kids that was always way too curious for my own good anyway. So I'd get onto like full-on debates with my religious studies teacher in secondary school. And he would always kind of ask me really deep philosophical, question, philosophical questions and introduced me to different aspects of different religions, despite the fact that he was Christian. Mm. So he took me to temples and stuff like that to help me understand different religions just because of my curiosity. Um, and I guess it was part of the curriculum, <laughs> potentially. But, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I used to serve in church and um, there was one particular, I think when I was really young, I was really young. I think it could have been secondary school at some point maybe like a year nine a year 10 or something i was quite young and um i remember just looking down on a congregation and for whatever reason i stopped being consumed by everything that was going on and i was able to just look and see how people were praying and almost like you start to feel there's different people have a different intention for god every single person like and they're united by their faith, but their personal intentions are all different. And it kind of made me think of just like, these people all have come together to unite on a particular idea and all that kind of stuff. And as I was starting to just like notice certain things, I was just like, this this feels more financial. And I was like, it's almost like the the man that sells religion is rich. And, and, it, and, it, and it bugged me out and I was like, okay, and I started to see it more so as like, okay, so what is this what does this community mean? And um there was like some technical things that happened in Sunday school and people ended up going someone ended up going to prison. Um and but it was just kind of like it even it happens in the church. Like everything do you know what I mean? It's like it's not a complete safe haven free from any kind of sin or any kind of neg- negativity my understanding just became that like we are all 
we all, as humans, we need to understand a higher being, if that makes sense. Like, I, what not we even can, to understand, just to rationalize yeah, it. Yeah, rationalize it. Because, for example, like, I might f- be completely self consumed with my own strength, but I know there's someone that can beat me up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, but then that same concept travels through and through time where, and on scale where you consider, well, I can't make this world. Somebody would have had to. And then it, it manifests itself in its ultimate state into being God um, through various steps of however you choose to perceive it. Um, but naturally, what I understood was everybody is looking for whatever it is that they need to rationalize their life within God. So there's no way where, there's no possible way where I can, like nobody knows what God looks like, but in your head you have a mental-ish picture or an understanding of what the feeling is or something, some kind of familiarity that reminds you of, of, of the spirit of the Lord and all that kind of stuff. I personally feel like that comes from within mm. and that is a manifestation of self on a higher scale. Um, so in a sense within the record, it's like, even when I say I just had another prayer go and answered it, it touches on both ideas of praying for, for something, for something and feel, gain. yeah, for personal gain and feeling like a, a sense of like defeat if you, if it doesn't come your way. Or if you're not handed something. Exactly. And then if you're going off to self-manifestation kind of like theory, it's like, I don't have the answers. And I'm asking, I'm like, yo, what do I do? And I don't know. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I can't answer myself. So it all just kind of like, it's this whole, the whole EP is based on this idea of just cycles in, in some way, shape or form. All right, let's get into the second song. Yeah. Is it a short song? Yeah. We can just, we can go from this and then straight, straight into bamboo. In this world, if you can't get anything, you just But my aim was to comprehend. It is not easy to think that you suffer. My mind was to improve my education. When I first heard that, yeah, when you dropped Bamboo, I heard you do that and I was like, nice, he's got, he, he gets it now. He finally understands <laughs> yeah, how to yeah. make music. Yeah. After the Dear Daisy thing, I was like, all right, okay. Yeah, that's, a lot of people said that, like, the Dear Daisy stuff was nice. It was nice ideas, yeah. but it felt fake deep. Fake deep? Yeah. I always had a thing about it being a bit pretentious, mm. but you were young. Mm. And you were, you were pretentious, and we all are at that age. I used to 
Like when you think about it, past the cemetery, yeah, I think it was just kind of like, boys it was so, so consumed in being genius because I was trying to prove to my lecturers I think, yeah, and I think that comes across. I said that multiple times, and that's what... That's what makes me love Memory this project like even more. Because of that progression. Shards of broken glass smells like home. The sirens are familiar melody. But doesn't sound the same without Nickelodeon theme tunes. I would drown out sounds. Oh, nostalgia. You wicked, wicked temptress, you. I remember. If not through the eyes of the innocent Who else could see potential for limitless second nature Survival, a mindset primitive Adapt and discover that pound coin Won't stretch past that panda pop these days It's monkey see what monkey do for the trees Forest fires and friendly conversations Searching Amazon for new ways to burn the bamboo Smoke filled lungs till speech slurs Streams of consciousness tangled gathered with like-minded a demand for retribution if left with the roaches burned it's all ah ah ooh we haven't come that far since evolution stand two feet no alpha male but still blessed with another tale of the hypocrite still blessed with the eyes of the vigilant see senses fall to pensive states of temporary aspirations then pass it on like tells around the campfire unified in dream state then put the blind bolts on our eardrums for a session of ignorant bliss like i ain't really worried about nothing I thought the grass would get greener once I came off the trees Seeking the high has me throwing away loose leaves like autumn See me clearly, that same primitive thought we evolved from like Da, when he is fury I wonder why we choose to stay in the dark like the pigment of Stevie's vision When it's hard to see our pigments as equal or Any effort to engage your conscience must be seen as conscious Except the consequence whenever will I beg pardon on truth The reality's simian, but the facts are simple It's human instinct, it's humans instinctively we adapt to survive or destroy same difference i wonder why we choose to stay in the dark like the pigment of stevie's vision but some love the blindfolds of ignorance it's a shame to see the spiraling direction of self-expression jaded eyes the only jaded solutions money 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 shall rain down on our daughters and we shall applaud and cheer like the arches in their back coupled with the rhythmic patterns of their gyrating hips can summon condensation honey 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 brown skin will be bleached to be appreciated hungry 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 stomachs We'll call our brothers to arms over pussy Weed, money, because it sells And that's all we know I am no martyr for the message I am no better but no better One body, a shoulder to lean A head and mouth to speak truth Piercing your flesh A leg or two to stand on whenever in need And they still got my niggas hanging from the trees Can't see the truth when it's six feet deep Six feet deep Got my niggas hanging from the trees Got my niggas hanging from the trees Can't see the truth can't see the truth when it's six feet deep. Can't see the truth when it's six feet deep. There's too much to talk about. Yeah, that was a big record. There's too much. That was the. That was a very um, big record. 
that was Koji's fucking statement of intent. And that, yeah. that song is called Bamboo. And that is produced by Lupus Kane. That was the first song that you dropped after the Dear Daisy project, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember how it felt when you dropped that. How, how did you feel? I felt like Koji gets it now. Oh, yeah? I feel like Koji's figured out how to really make a song and really get his point across without kind of indulging in the point too much. much yeah. It, it, can, can, you, can you tell that? Can you, can you see that yourself? Um, it wasn't like when it was made, it was made in and amongst the Dear Daisy time. So like I pretty much just finished Dear Daisy and Bamboo was just the next song I made. What did you think of Bamboo? When I didn't like it. Dear, doesn't that kind of fit the narrative then of that you think you know better, yeah. you know what like yeah, your yeah, real exactly. art is and you know what's going to prove a point. Exactly, yeah. But really, you were sat on... I sat on the idea that was really going to prove the point. That was really going to prove and, the point. And um, I sat on it for a year. So like it was a year old before it ever came out. Um, when it came out, do you think it came out at the perfect time? Because obviously the way you... Um, use black identity mm -hmm. in the song and video, mm -hmm. would that have been as poignant if it came out a year before? Um, nah. Because I think people people need things to go with things. Do you know what I mean? So, like, um, it was almost like I didn't want... I, there was plenty of points I could have put it out, and I never wanted the song to be about any of the, the deaths that were happening in America in relation to, like, racial tension between police and, and mm. people. Um, I don't want it to be about that because I just would have felt like it's hard for me to comment on their experiences when I haven't experienced the it. American experience. I yeah, think is, the, um, is a lot different. Yeah, it's a lot different, and and it would just kind of just be a bit me talking at my eyes. It would have completely lo lost the point. Yeah, um, and the point is something that's a lot bigger. Although the, yeah. they they are tragedies, that's yeah. one specific moment in time. Yeah. Whereas the the moment in time you're talking about stretches considerably yeah. longer. It's like. It's like this one big storytelling experience. So if you imagine now with Footsteps, like it's just the introdu introduction to the film or whatever like that. Kind of it's just like this opening monologue of like every single fear and expression that needed to come out at that time. And then you've got this prelude where my dad's speaking about his only intent was to come here and improve his education and go back to Ghana. And he says, it's hard to live in England. You will suffer. And... The next song you're talking about being hung from trees. Yeah, and and, and it's so it's it's that relation of like, it the song feels racial, but it's really not. It's actually about the idea of um, the way we endure ignorance, and just kind of give it like, uh, oh yeah, that's fine, and intake it constantly. So the aesthetic of the song fits into loads of different um pockets where you've got like the whole like. Kind of like laid back kind of like new trap flow. Yeah, yeah. And um, but you've still got these like poignant poetry verses, but the production is constantly snapping, it's constantly growing, and all that kind of stuff. So, it it draws you in for so many different reasons, and um, and completely proves the point within the point. It didn't need to be. I didn't need to say much more than the song says. But you can kind of say that with the song, and you can kind of get away with it a little bit, mm -hmm. is that you weren't really focusing on the racial tension. No. But in the video, yeah. you had an interpretation or you had something to say on black identity. Yeah. What was that? What were you saying? Um, it, was, it, was, it, was just a, it was a lot of things. Like The original inspiration came from Gollywogs, and then my barber told me, don't get into an argument of race because 
it can tend to feel like you're talking to a crowd of people that's not listening. And um, you have to find a way to introduce the idea that embeds itself within the culture and people's understanding of culture. So I started looking at references like Grace Jones. And um, when I would take her image around to loads of different colors, races, da, da, da. I just like to ask different people. I hang out with a lot of pe different mm. people. So I ask a lot of different questions to different people. And the consensus would always come back to why is their skin so dark? And a lot of the time that came from black people. So for me, I was like, rah, there's a problem in our way of thinking. Just what I'm saying. So if that's the case, then why shy away from the, the issue? So in terms of the art direction, it was basically <laughs> saying, okay, cool. I could go shoot a hood video, but you're not going to care about the hood video. But I would only ever be shooting a hood video in juxtaposition to the reality of it. So like taking the style of the, um, the videos and how they're made and representing it. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, I have a point to make and I can make it essentially within the sense of like performance art. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, I'm going to become the physical embodiment of this like hyper stylized black person. I don't know how to like describe it. Like there's, there's, a, there's almost a satire of, of what was considered masculine within hip hop and especially black hip hop um, and how that's completely changed. And now we have characters that are a little bit more metrosexual and, and people are completely accepting of that. So if they can be accepting on that on, in, in their rappers and all that kind of stuff, why is it when the question's po posed to people would in, in just real life? In general. In general, so, becomes like, oh, do you know what I mean? So like, that was why you painted your nails black. And when you're on the rooftop, you have mm -hmm. like the big trousers with the... I did, I did like, it was, the whole styling was based on androgyny. So I kind of wanted, we, we had these two designers, Ada and Nick and um, Dior Lop. And... Um, Ada and Nick are more kind of like unisex designers. <coughs> um, and Dior Lop focus more on women's wear, but then still lend their hand to unisex. So when we were styling it, creating those rooftop moments and all that kind of stuff was all based on like the expression in the garments and the sh like the, the flowy shirt. It, everything in the video is almost like an intentional nod to music videos. Yeah. So not just hood videos, but just music videos and then music videos within black culture. So a lot of the kind of like contorted contemporary movements was based on popular dances. So I would be doing the nene and then contort my ribs into themselves so it felt more like a, a full mo a movement. Um, and then you've got like the R&B flowy shirt on the rooftop. Yeah. But like once you take it out of context and represent it, you completely lose that. You don't think it's, oh, that looks like a boy band thing or like these like, huge wide leg trousers but like this crump style of dance do you know what I mean it's all kind of these massive juxtapositions that just kind of made the details in the video much more important nice. next yeah. song Like seven feet, 
His eyes red cause to start late to finish early Up and get a five for the same service He said he came to clean up, now he's stuck cleaning Couldn't blame your boy for American dreaming Doing these braces, son still teething Oldest that junior and the wife might leave him I think the boy's stressed out Faithless, can't get no sleep now Selfish, might pray for peace now Spend nights in the school and the days up in retail Still working, little blood and sweat won't hurt Money made the boy feel worthless Man made the money for your soul is a worth Ain't the truth what you ready for? My brothers think the Kobe with the loop Better tell it with the proof, don't show The messenger, don't show The man in the middle of your scope Cobain with the bullet to his dome The man with his eyes on the throne A crown and a lump in my throat A lady with the melanin let go Don't show Don't take much to get your pockets on, fold them after everything Taking what's mine and what's old, banging hours on the graveyard shift Laced up to the tongue with big sealed lips, there's no telling what the desperate might do Survival is the least of my problem so I don't wanna share my options with you A penny for your full small shoulder my skeleton born with weapons were drawn Like graffiti on walls we'd often pass after school The oldest work is what the youngest would do At age 12 to 4 or 5 could make a man out of you Back out with the foxes, moving baggies and boxes When they teach you respect, they don't leave you no options They don't teach you to grow, so the weeds just to crop them Didn't know we were seeds, came back when you dropped us So we must be Another man living like he's death proof Screaming paper in my pocket like the wrench do Serving sense to less than innocent citizens To see the kind of money that bankers spend on heroin The estate's been real Hide the money in houses Bills looking at measurements and ounces Need more chains than couches Boxes over accounting Shoulders feel like mountains With heart racing pavement boundaries There's never been an escape from this Cool trapping for a reason Testing times taxed by a system You don't believe in Big pardon and hold your grievance You ever had to sleep through the sound of your mother grieving These smiles could be so deceiving We don't Need another preacher, we don't need another teacher Need it all in an instant and school makes you feel useless But you can flip a gram with out and test to prove it And the products coming then out of ten But you already made a promise to never do that again Cause your brother went from an eight to a life in a pen Blood of mercy upon the soul of a sinner I've been dining with killers, blood of Jesus in my liver Hell's fire on my tongue, head spinning stress Pains in my lungs, no guidance, just cycles of senseless violence There's no winners on the road, life and prison system Look at black youths like a gold mine, youngers getting basty Grafting just to take a J back to JD, it don't make sense. Travis finna gallus till she trapping with a baby. I don't want that for mine nor me and my niggas. These thoughts feel like cages. Victories are tainted. Magistrates and statements. Testing on my patience. Soon it's all a phasing. Better life is waiting, but reality checks don't pay wages. That song was Wrench Dew Produced by Nils Kirk Big up Nils Kirk From That Denmark. song is a t- it, For me it sounds like A time and a place song yeah. It doesn't sound like Let me put this on When I'm walking down Shoreditch High Street Boy you'd be surprised 
I'm I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Yeah, you'd be but surprised. At the moment, That's where I live. Yeah. What do you think it's about? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm from. It sounds them. like insanity. Yeah. It sounds like schizophrenia. It sounds yeah. like uh, conflict. Yeah. Um, it's it's not incoherent. It's not incoherent, but it sounds like ramblings or scratchings yeah. at a wall. Yeah, yeah. It's, technically, it is probably one of the best records on the project, and one of the best records in the last ten years. Uh, well, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to justify that, right? So lyrically, on a technical level, some of the things I'm saying yeah, is mad. Yeah. Then production wise, how it was made and how the layers are stacked, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, for all of that to be contained and controlled in the mix, to then be pushed stereo, is just I personally think it's mad. And then, <laughs> I mean, you got someone's gotta say it. Yeah, it is. And it's one of those ones where it's like the the importance in the perspective in today's current time, especially when a lot of the speech about tension is more American focused. Lyric like the understanding lyrically in this record and this idea that you speak on this idea of schizophrenia and all that kind of stuff is probably why technically it's one of the best records in a while. I ca- I kind of even though it kind of bugged me, I kind of really like the um, the repetitiveness mm. of that. Doom, doom, doom. And I was just like waiting for it to go somewhere. Yeah. Mm. And then it just like, it didn't until like two minutes, but yeah. then it changed into strings completely. Yeah. So it, like it, technically, if that was your intention, then yeah, yeah that is fucking Yeah, yeah. you got to think, all right. So the things I'm talking about on it, paper in my pocket like the rents do, it's this idea of getting money. Um, and um starts off, I just read a thing, trees loud. That whole story out there is kind of just playing on this idea of of it could be anybody. So every specific sentence you could find a relation to. Do you know what I mean? There's like um uh oldest down the uni and the wife might leave him. I think the boy stressed out, faithless, can't get no sleep now. Selfish might pray for peace now. Which links back to Kwame Krumah said. Actually, we, we haven't got there yet though. I know, I know, but I, I, this is why I, I Foreshadowing. The, the, the reason why I'm so passionate about this project and the, why I say listening to it and ho- as a whole helps you kind of understand the experience is sonically, there's intent for everything. And later down the record, obviously I'm talking about, I don't even want to make it a race thing, but it's, it's this class divide and almost the uh, effect it can have in cycles. There's no escape from it. But a lot of those people that are suffering through it actually have mental health issues and have schizophrenia issues and have this this angst within them that they can't actually voice. So it, it's reflective within the music. Do you know what I mean? The, the way it starts is not the way it ends. And there's almost a sudden switch that is still sonically and musically and progression, progression-wise still in line, but it, it completely takes you out of that, that pounding, if that makes sense, that, that, that urgency and that saying, yo, what's going on? Like kind of constantly listening. And then there's some of the things I'm saying, there's some nutty lyrics in there that I'm like bah yeah but I'm a fan of me <laughs> do you know what I'm saying so like, when I say certain things I want to look back at myself and go rah that's a mad thing like mm. um, another man living like he's death proof screaming paper in my pocket like the rents do serving sense to less than innocent citizens to see the kind of money that bankers spend on er- heroin do you know what I'm saying like it's like it's like um if you're if you're relating it back to me, seven cents is the poetry. It's like cool. I'm giving people back, or you can 
if we're talking slang, it could be sensi, it could be serving whatever. You know what I'm saying? To less than innocent citizens, which then goes back to footsteps in a walking amongst false gods with self-indulged omnipotence. You know what I mean? It's this idea that we're all equal. There's no, there's no hierarchy in anything. And then to, to see the kind of money that bankers spend on heroin, I'm giving people, I want to eat. I want money. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to eat too, but at the same time, there's, there's, there's a certain amount of self-sacrifice that I am willing to give and I'm not willing to give. Do you see what I'm saying? So, I don't know. There's bare things in that record. That's mad. That's Is mad. it hard being the child of an immigrant? Because there's um, a line in there that says, why well, I listen in the other room, my mum's grieving. Um, oh, um, there's never been an escape from this called trapping for a reason. Testing times, taxed by a system we don't believe in. Beg pardon and hold your grievance. You ever had to sleep for the sound of your mother grieving? These smiles could be so deceiving. Um, is it difficult being a child of an immigrant? Because um, obviously I can't understand, so I have to ask the question. Um, like, obviously your parents gave up a lot and sacrificed yeah. a lot for yeah. you to have this life that you have yeah. now. Yeah. Does that put pressure on you to then chase art where you're like, oh, let me just get this money and send them back? It, it, it's that, that's an African thing. Yeah. So I could be a doctor and want to do that. Do you know what I'm saying? There's, there's faster routes to do it than art. Do you know what I mean? And I think... Um, but that's what I'm asking. Is there a pressure for you to be like, oh, I could, it would be a lot faster for me to just... Go do something else. Go get this doctor. I was always capable of, yeah. I think um, the pressure is internalised <laughs> because my parents have never directly put any particular amounts of pressure onto me. They're proud of me in any context and any aspect of what I do as long as I do Would that make you a well. rare case? Huh? Would that make you a rare case? Very, very. And that's, and that's probably why the project as a whole is such a catharsis for a lot of people to listen to because either you do have that relationship with your parents or you don't. But in a sense, everybody almost wishes that they did because you, nobody wants a divide between, especially between you and your parents. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, you have to follow what it is you want to. And and um, a lot of the time, that, that, that urgency to be independent is what gets people caught up in the wrong things. So when I'm speaking in that, that, um, that last verse, um, it's just about things that I actually saw as a youth, like, um, uh, like graffiti on walls we'd often pass after school. The oldest work is what the youngest would do. At age 12 to four or five can make a man out of you. Do you know what I'm saying? It was, it's, it's, I saw kids with guns and I saw 45-year-old adults give it to them. Do you know what I'm saying? Training and creating child soldiers. Didn't know we were seeds, came back where you dropped us. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like people either grow into or grow out of you're a result of where you are, if that makes sense, the community that you live in. Do you know what I mean? So being in ends kind of instinctively sometimes makes you a byproduct of ends. It's, it's very rare for some people to escape and all that kind of stuff. Like, like I say bear things in that verse. That's probably one of my favourite verses on the project. Sick. I'm going to have to take it in some more. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cold record. I'm definitely doing a video. I haven't even listened to it on headphones yet. Uh, that's where the experience is. Yeah, I know. That's what I kind of like, wanted to do today. But Even like the... um. The way the reverb is controlled, I, I don't know. Nils, Nils, Casey, everybody that works on this record, like, knows. Production genius. Yeah, knows, yeah, knows. All right, next song. Oh, yeah. By that time, we don't dress in jeans and all that. Mm. Because that, you, 
you know that the youth follow the musicians and the black here, especially the Africans, even the West Indians. Oh, my friend, they were enjoying themselves. They, when they meet, they have a big speaker with all their I mean, uh, amplifiers and all that. And when they blow it, boom, 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 boom. And sometimes they invite the blast and so on. we meet with them and so on, and we can dance all day, all night. I speak, stumble, feel useless, your questions become intrusively. Small talk is awkward, divorce rates made me cynical. Love lost weight too common, affection is only digital. You ever tried knowing before you love? Knowing before you touch? I told her on a level I'm not used to this. I have an ego larger than my sense of hubris. Blessed with the snake of Eden, but cursed with exes like Judas. Love's been different since the dawn of Genesis More XOX knows too much Loose lips leave holes in boats Maybe we could stay afloat on a friendship And try Love That was Love's Interlude Produced by KZ the producer And features a singing Me Yes And Zulu And my dad Your dad is singing on it? Technically the beat is made out of my dad's voice Bro. Remember when like, there's a point on it, he says they have the emphasis and they blow it and it goes gung, 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 gung. You listen to the beat. Gung, 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 gung. It's just him sampled. Jesus. Yeah. I didn't even clock. When he said the youths will follow the musicians. Yeah. That felt like not a, a passing of the torch, but like a, a blessing moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. That really transcended it. It was like. When, he, when I heard it, it, I literally my eyes it just like shot open. I was like, rah, like, yeah, I think that was one of the moments when it clicked. And I was like, the story he was telling me, like, that all those sound bites come from a two hour conversation. Do you know what I mean? So they're just moments in this massive well of wisdom. Like, and when he said that, I, it, it helped me put into perspective that it's, it's not much different. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not that much different. The youth do still follow the musicians. Do you know what I mean? And, it was the same for his generation as much as it's the same for mine. But he enjoyed a different kind of music, meaning his sense of what style is and all that kind of stuff comes from his generation. Whereas I, 
understand and dress to mine. Um, but it was just funny when he said, um, back then we didn't wear jeans and all that. And it was just kind of like funny to me that he just thought, yeah, jeans, yeah. He wears jeans. <laughs> he like, probably looks at yeah, jean trousers yeah, now. It's just like, like, what the well, fuck? Yeah, it's just like, yo, you wore, you wore jeans to the babe? Oh, allow it. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it was, but for us, like, if you get your next, like, your pair of little Edwins now, you're all stiff up and you're happy and that. You just want to go catch a wine in them or whatever, do your thing. Like, but, like, that whole song was supposed to feel like um, a hall party. What's so, it? Like, you see, like, like, Holy Communion days or, like, when you have, like, a massive African, like, family party they used to just be in these hall spaces okay. with the tables almost set in a square and in the kitchen with just massive pots of food and um a dj in one corner hopefully if they're if they got a nice hall they got a little open bar situation but if not there's enough supermall in the kitchen just go match <laughs> yourself like do you know what i mean like little tables and chairs and a little dance area and then the lovers rock will come on so when we was like thinking about like okay cool like what's the feeling we were singing through loads of old lovers rock tunes and then stir it up came on stir it up oh darling stir it up yeah and i was like yo and we all just looked at each other and was like yeah cool and then we had this beat with my dad's voice like goom, goom, goom. and then um i think i was just I was, I, we was all just yelling phrases i was just yelling, yelling stir it up and then i'm like she told me love yeah and then we was like yeah and then fucking Zulu just goes off in the corner and he's just like penning this verse. Um, KZ is basically chopping my my dad's vocal up to put in um to put in the track, and I'm just saying those are statements. And it was so free flowing, like it was just so like it was the last record we made for the project, and it was like cool. Zulu, can you come to the studio? It was like three a.m. Like everyone's tired as hell, and it just clicked. It just clicked as like this feeling of like everyone could just sing along to it, and then uh, then I kicked the little poem at the end, maybe three or four like the week before you dropped the project it. yeah it's interesting that you made this song last would that kind of indicate that you've got the rest out of your system now um obviously that's a much lighter it was it song. was it was timing so and it was like the whole point was to encapsulate the gen like my generation and um oh, uh, what like poetic free thinkers on the left <laughs> and then on the right of us, we all kind of got this rebellious anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I knew that, like, so, like, the, there was a couple of love records made. There was, a, there was a few. There was ones where I was talking about religion again, and I thought, okay, I don't want to be some, like, crazy, like, religion bash, basher or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. And then we had Selfish, which we'll get to, and we had um, Love Intervention, which we'll get to. And... um. And before I knew before Love Intervention, I needed to have something. And I was almost going to do a, um, I had like a little, it was a quick idea. I always have these ideas and never mention them. But I wanted to almost do like a I Love You Dizzy thing mm. with, that, with that intro. And I was like, nah, I'm forcing it. I didn't really, I grew up around Grime. I didn't grow up on Grime. Do you know what I mean? So I, there's no escaping it, but I feel like right now, Everyone's looking for that that gram association mm. because it's big. It's that nostalgia that you mentioned, you sweet, yeah. sweet temptress, you. Yeah, yeah. Because you see how that. one little use of nostalgia can bust you. Mm. It can. But really, is it honest nostalgia? Are you really capturing how you felt at that time? No. no or are you just remember. manipulating no. people's... Like I, can, I can actively remember having fun at pool parties. Mm. 
with like even even if it's not a hall party, even if my brethren for a barbecue and I go around there and you know what I'm saying and like and and it was always like if you think about it, what he's saying in the beginning is like the the Africans West um West Indians link up, have a party. You see what I'm saying? But at that time it would have only been able to be that. It would have been Africans and West Indians because that would have been the black community. Now everyone links up with everyone, but it was still that idea of just linking up. Boom, you got your little glass now, and it's just jumping like that. It's that's that. It's organic. Everything has to feel organic. So it was that organic transition into understanding all these moments of nostalgia because I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to put a whole project out where I was just vex. Mm. I like gal. <laughs> so, next song. <laughs> <laughs> You claim I'm just five foot charm With an accent, my way with words has nothing to do With the attraction of one-on-one with a one-on-one You gave me a second, but I'd be happy with a fraction A bookworm with a telltale heart We could Edgar Allan Poe up for the potency Clued up to the trap, you said my lies sound like poetry Couldn't deny the fact I was startled by your honesty You probably have me mapped, I ran out of apologies Couldn't begin to count all the fucks you said you don't give are you sure you have my focus? But you're sure by the change you'll give to the homeless That's a mighty big heart Any room for the hopeless romantic poet Plotting heights at his lowest Still spinning from conversations we haven't finished There's no use in us pretending May I lower my defenses, tell the truth My pride, my defendant Tell my life in a sentence Stay your night, lose the friendship Say the cycle is You ever try trusting before you love? You ever try knowing before you touch? I see your exterior, cold as when summer went. You've heard this before, just not as eloquent. There's a hoop. Catharsis, flowers for daily departed Feelings of being guarded I was still pushing daisy 
You said my EP was decent I still thank you for listening Since people consider pressing play Parts of the privilege we sat under stars What's the world planning demise Carve initials in the earth So the world knows that we tried You don't need the validation Kindness or congratulations It's hard to trust Open up, you pull up, I roll up You don't smoke, I'm all blunt Don't exes instead of kissing Hugged and said I'll go by stung Tired imagining, tongue tied to sweet nothings Make my heart your home Let me drown in your opulence Let me drown in your All I ask if you can hold me down Show me love through the turbulence You ever tried trusting before you love? was Love's Intervention featuring Ray Black produced by forward slash and KZ big up KZ forward slash and Ray Black yeah it's like a breath of fresh air in comparison to the, yeah. to, to what we've heard already yeah do you do, do you enjoy talking about love or thinking about love it's very difficult for me because I'm a very I'm very cynical I'm, I'm just like so like putting myself in those scenarios, like the process of making the song, and this is probably one of the longer songs that took to make, and it is the longest song in the project. And um, I kind of have to get myself into these like places, if that makes sense. I have to put myself in those places. Um, and it kind of just started out with it started out with one of the verses I'd written for Goldlink. Um, and I don't know what, like, the, the rhythm of the first part of that verse that I wrote for him, I was just like, oh, I really want to do something with this. 
then um forward slash had sent me a, uh, a record and i was like okay so i was like going on, i was going with it and i was like yeah vibe but i was like i don't really want to make a love song i don't like that was like the last <laughs> thing i really wanted to do um so I was like let me um make this record where i'm literally just having a conversation with a girl but i really want to beat mm. but like she wants to hear poetry from me do you know what i mean she wants this this poetic person this she this, wants the people's koji radical yeah she wants that version so i'm like i'm throwing her cheeky little things to test if she's a koji fan if that makes sense but ultimately despite the fact that i'm lusting because she wants the, po the poetry version of koji i'm giving her mad advice do you know what i'm saying so i'm ever saying oh have you ever tried trusting before you really want to explore that with me knowing full well I'm trying to get to selfish. Just what I'm saying. So, mm. um, but then it's, and then you kind of got that middle point of my dad speaking and it kind of helps you put everything in co context of like, you, you do have the difference between like love and lust apparent. And, um, but it's not good to do anything intentionally to hurt somebody. And then um, he goes into like, even God is love. And I break down into like, this extra, it's almost like a B-side to a record. Cause I just remember every time I'd like listen to the records in my dad's house and the record would cut, it'd flip it over and it'd just be some like next kind of like groovy, just like mm. laid back kind of psychedelic lover's rock vibe. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and even on that, I'm saying like, don't lose a diamond chasing glitter. So it, it that whole love section was written in a, like I almost wrote every section in its own story. My middle section can go into another story of me talking about my ex-girlfriend and stuff, but it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. But um, yeah, like it's one of those records where the context and the meaning is is as apparent as this intent, if that makes sense. So I did want a, a record that was that sounded sweeter, that felt like a brush of fresh air, that felt like those old school kind of like seventies records that you would hear with like this really kind of like infectious bass line. And um, these kind of like sweet, uplifting kind of melody melody lines and all that kind of stuff. I wanted to make a record like that. And I wanted to make a record that made people think about an, a topic like um, sex in a completely different context and actually make it more so about the foreplay of comp conversation and without having to do the whole gratuitous, like, girl, I'm going to take you upstairs. I'm going to do this <laughs> to your never regions. It's never going to look the same again. Like, I'm never gonna, like, it's not the point of that. It's kind of like that back and forth is almost more stimulating than just going to think a girl. Is it a burden to have these expectations of you as the uh, people's champ, Koji Radical? <laughs> when really and truly, you are just a man. Yeah, I'm just a bloke. You're just a man and you, yeah. and you, ha you have human flaws like everybody else. 100%. Is it a burden for have to, like, people to expect you to not have that flaws or to you to be that person all the time. Still a kid. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just feel like those, like you are a reflection of the people that you choose to keep around you. And if people are around you that force you to act outside of your character in order to maintain them, they're an expense and you don't need it. So I choose to kind of align myself with people that get it more so. So if people do just want that deep side out of me and all that kind of stuff, then their experiences are normally short-lived. Sick. Yeah. All right, let's run to the next song. <laughs> I just get it. Oh uh, wait, no, I want to put Ray Black because she's sick. Oh yeah, of course. I need to. I'll, I'll go to the toilet after. All right.
Sorry. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about Ray Black. I fucking love Ray Black. Yeah, yeah, Ray Black. No, yeah, Ray Black. We have to talk about Ray Black because she made making this record so much fun. Is this your first feature on the actual um, tape? The first real feature? feature? Yeah. No, 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 Zulu. Okay. Zulu, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm my dad. I'm dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, with Ray Black, it was like we had we had the record in mind for another artist, and um, for whatever reasons, we couldn't we couldn't that couldn't run. And um, I instantly was sitting there. Um, I had the suggestion in my head for time, but I was like, you know, the ones where I thought I couldn't get her, or would it work? Or because I like actually being very very cool with people I make music with. Yeah, organic. Um, and um, I brought it to my manager, and he said her name more or less at the same time. Even stranger than that, she walks past the studio on the same day and just was just like, "Yo." Oh, what? So and, you just got her in? Yeah, and I was just like, can you come lay this? And then she laid down like a quick demo of it. I was like, yeah, touch. Then what the as, fuck? It was so coincidental. <laughs> that like, is so weird. No yeah. such thing as coincidence. But I know, yeah. yeah. It doesn't exist. <laughs> but um, but even in that process of just making music with her, like I can say she's probably one of the most beautiful people I've met in forever. Like just pure hired. She's Comple- a star. Yeah, completely pure hired and so, so talented. So she's gonna, talented. she's gonna continue to do great, great things. I know. Yeah. I need to get her on here before she busts. Yeah, before she blows up. Man. She unfollowed me on Twitter though, so maybe she uh, doesn't want to. Man. Maybe it's because I didn't ask her. That's why she unfollowed me. Yeah. Like I you. get that. I feel that. You know. I feel like with some people who are like I know and I haven't asked, I feel mm. bad. Yeah. It's you not... should. You should feel bad. Yeah. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. All yeah. right. Next song. Okay. Big up Ray Black though. Self-love is not so vile a sin As self-neglecting Love or trust feel the wrong to none You know the basics Put aside all your empathy And please be selfless I think that you are all I need be selfish, can I be selfish with you? Can we be? 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 Oh, where should I begin? Another Hail Mary for your sins. I hope your heart is still vacant. A heavy heart can still forgive. You'd assume a little context would help you understand my conflict I've never been a fan of excuses Your forms often render once useless And toothless smiles don't have the same effect Will you admire the veneer? What's in the name? Do titles administer respect? Would you prefer if I called you my queen? Or the world calls you my girlfriend? Don't settle for senseless words filled in moments of ridicule You once said all men love their mothers And nothing's more attractive than some daddy issues Don't give me a reason Say that you're trying to hide all your feelings So come to the needs You need to need yourself No, I'm not preaching No, I'm not preaching Love me a little bit, listen yourself I hate your excuses So give me a reason Love is not so violent I self-neglected Trust you the wrong to none 
Selfish. Produced by KZ and featuring Bobby Lewis. Big up Bobby Lewis and big up KZ. Where do I begin? <laughs> Another Hellman person. <laughs> this project's mad still. Talk me through the song. Um, so this record is one of the oldest records and um, it was like conceptually, if you imagine the arc and my dad speaking, he said that um, you follow the musicians. Africans, West Indians would basically link up and have these parties. So then you've had um, Love Intervention, which would have been like um, a kind of old school, future sounding lovers rock song from the seventies in today's generation. In the the hallway of your hall party. Yeah, yeah. So as the as the hall party as the party's going out, on, you're in the right the garden or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then um. And then this record was that, that same kind of energy. But um, basically on it, I'm speaking about this idea of like selfish intent with a partner. So, um, oh, where should I begin? Another Hail Mary for my sins. I hope your heart is still vacant. A heavy heart can still forgive. So I'm basically speaking about this context of um, wanting to self- selfishly indulge in another person, but you're, you're faced with all the constraints of like societal or communal understandings of what your relationship should be. Um, and you're basically saying to the girl, like, I just want it to be me and you. Um, I understand you, you understand me. Um, and the titles of everything are completely irrelevant. Um, but because we don't have the titles, everything else that's starting to like irk, starting to weigh up and weigh up and weigh up. 
and starting to become the tension in the music. So the way the beat kind of like throws you forward and all that kind of stuff is supposed to symbolize this kind of like rhythmical angst when it comes to love. Um, I wrote Which is the same as the rhythmical angst in, forgive me, I can't remember the name of the song, but the song that I said sounds Rage like schizophrenia. With the, French do, yeah. With the doom, doom, doom. Yeah. It's like the yeah. same um, use of rhythm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think um, it was kind of important to, like, I could, uh, my, my consciousness was telling me that people wouldn't get the love section. And I was like, I can't make a project full of angst, but I can imply the angst yeah. in other ways. Because once you understand the, um, the basis of a genre, you can start to then take it apart and actually recontextualize it in your way to create a sound, if that makes sense. So realistically, the beat almost sounds like half-time jungle, but still has this kind of like reggae, reggaeton bounce to it, to the base of it. Um, and it was one of those records where I was going through something. I got to the studio and, and my manager was basically like, just write, like I had a habit of writing poems really deeply. It was like, just write a record. So we was making this beat and it was kind of like influenced by like, kind of old school, like fellow cootie vibes, but still mixed with this kind of like, this joke, this kind of bounce. Um, and I'm writing the record and I'm just thinking about this one particular girl. And Bobby came through and I, it was one of the ones where I was writing singing parts, but I knew I couldn't sing them. So Bobby just came through with the major assist <laughs> and just sang these parts and, um, um, but like he just he just loved the record. As soon as he heard it, it was just like he only really does records he's passionate about. He wouldn't really just jump on a record for no reason. And I think it was it was a a record no one would really expect from me and him as well. So well, he did a song with KZ, which is kind of not similar, but it has that same energy. Yeah, yeah. I think considering the range of his voice, this guy could have done anything with me. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? We we me and him have done record for his project or for like that we actually put out which is in a completely different kind of like sound and genre and then and we've done this one almost at the same time so it like the records that me and bobby have it could have been anything sick next song He fought so hard, he came to it and that that's a boycott. We bucket all the goods from Britain, from the white man. We were not buying it. And they went mad. They went mad. People died. Do you feel like independence is important? But at that time, we found that uh, the black man has grew himself and so And we don't need to close our fists for the revolution. I was told winners are sinners that make solutions. Tombstones aren't cheap. Thoughts speak louder than words in their confusion. Lord knows I ain't seen my bread since my communion. Of course I'm coming back for it. Chasing skirts didn't get me more than radio spins. You and I, T.Y. needed more from my community. To you and I, see why We don't need to close our 
longer need to close our fists for the revolution d open bar may show you our separation is man-made made in aid of cementing thoughts that turn john no to adolf where they see weeds we see seeds see we no longer need to close our fists for the revolution i've seen flowers grow and petals fall from mountains surrounded by estates and suburban terrace housing had notions of positivity discarded like pieces of puzzles muzzled echoes of greatness and fear society may not feel the same elations we no longer need to close our fists for the revolution we must be heard we must be from the depths of our bellies from the lumps in our throats when questioned on our perception but felt to mention we must continue to be and be in unison B&B and unison like troops with lowered arms and open palms We no longer need to close our fists for the revolution No age, no class, no color, no race Like troops with lowered arms and open palms Where they see weeds, we see CZ We no longer need to close our fists for the revolution Oh, he must be Oh, he must be worthless if his occupation Don't match your level of patience Oh, he must be urban if his cadence Drops vowels lower than where his trousers sit Oh, he must be, they don't know my history Oh, he must be, they don't know my history For the knowledge they ripped out the pages Called us thugs and beasts when we protest on stations Because embedding of thoughts is what has a nigga Run a nigga to the slave ships Stop snitching, patience All I ask is patience Fear the brother on my shoulder Cause he can take my life right now And we act like we don't know no better I so Nah, I don't really give a fuck One hand up, have a hand gripped on my nuts Young shake, man, I spent one bucks on my lunch Nah, I don't really give a fuck Nah, I don't really give a fuck One hand up, have a hand gripped on my nuts Young shake, man, I spent your bucks on my lunch You can't say that You can't say, you can't say No, man, you can't say black You can't say, you can't say
was Open Hand. Produced by New Machine. I have to be at New Machine because he went Brooklyn. in on that production. No, yeah, she went ham. It is an amazing record still. Following up from Bamboo, when yeah. that came out, that was like, oh shit, he's not only figured out how to make good <laughs> songs, he's fucking making incredible shit right now. I'm doing all right. You're, yeah, you're doing all right. I'm doing okay. But there's an interesting duality in that song because you have the, we no longer need to close our fists for revolution. Mm-hmm. But then you change perspectives and then you're like, no, nah, I don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. One hand up. And that mm-hmm. would kind of iconography that would be like a fist up. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have that perspective of like raise your fist for the mm-hmm. revolution. But then in the verses, you're softly talking about well, technically, hand open. If it's still in context of it being an open hand, you can raise your hand open. But what would that, what does that symbolize? What, is, what does anything symbolize until you give it a context? Do you know what I mean? If, sure. if uh, a universal understanding for raising, if, you, if for having one hand gripped on your, on your nuts and the other hand up was a sign of acceptance, I'm just saying, and owning it, personal acceptance, we'd all understand it as such. So basically within the context of the music, I'm, I'm creating that within the show symbol. Do you see what I'm saying? So if I'm doing a show and now instinctively everyone goes to raise one hand up, at that point, everyone's unified in this thought and the thought is a positive one. So, Does that come from like a want to kind of change culture or create like a new culture? Um, I feel like it's going to create itself. I feel like if you, if you listen to it in, in its juxtapositions, what my dad's talking about is a boycott of um, accepting help from Britain at the time when Ghana was trying to um, become independent. And that was there. That was their approach. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of the time, the knowledge that's part, passed down is in perspective of what a particular demographic faced, if that makes sense. So you might hear, um, for whatever reason, a, um, a old Turkish mother tell their child don't hang with black kids for whatever reason they experience you know what i'm saying that that's passed down so when i put that piece in the beginning of the um of the the, the song it was to symbolize whatever was their angst if that makes sense whatever they wanted that what they thought was their idea of a revolution whether it was a boycott or if it was standing up or fighting for whatever he said people died you know what i'm saying they're living in a completely different time, different context. But when I wrote that record, it was um, around the time of the elections here. And um, my focus was more on this idea that the divisions are created within class and not necessarily always within race. So ultimately, if we kill each other over race, it doesn't matter anything to the 1% that have all the money. I mean, they're always going to find a way to market that and profit off that because it don't affect them. Do you know what I mean? So the fact that we have people in positions that do advocate this idea of prejudice in some way, it's just a bit dangerous because not every city or place in the UK is going to have the same communal understanding of cultures as London. Mm. I mean, so there is going to be Sally and... West Midlands somewhere who doesn't understand that you can go to Dawson and see X, Y, Z and da, 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 da. Like, she, she don't know that, but she still has a vote. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. In the video, what was your intent with the black stereotypes? Um, what was my intent? Um, 
slavery it was always going to be linked back to like a black thing but in the context that we were making the, the video there wasn't a black thing the only the only time it did get to that point was the end where i had the fried chicken in the and watermelon, watermelon bowl and i and i ate it and shrugged at the camera um and that's just more based on the idea of stereotypes and the ones that we perpetuate and the ones we accept um the idea of slavery came from this idea of actually being a slave to whatever message or um, stance you take and actually feeling consumed. Is it that video where you turn the chains into chains, like necklaces? Yeah, well, I have, I have my hands are chains up in the beginning and then I break free um, and you see this kind of like wild crump movement. And as, as I stop to, to slow down... Um, start putting rings on. Yeah, I get adorned in gold. And then and it's almost like this empowerment. So I've still became everything that I wanted to, but by the end of the video, I'm still, I go back into the, the beginning position of this submissiveness, saying that like, um, even at the heights that you may be able to reach, there's always gonna be a point where you don't feel as mighty as people may perceive you to be. You know what I mean, you're going to go back to that place of vulnerability. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Next song. If I took a second to rent, would you respect me as a man if I gave you anything less than me? My delusions of grandeur are far bigger than your assumptions, far past the comprehension of narcissism. I really do feel like I'm the feces you perceive me to be. Lay your thoughts still. I step forth with course direction. This self-esteem and worthy weapons and these obstacles I've grown accustomed. What I do not speak into existence will only fall by the wayside. Waste of one, no wanting not to be a waste is only a crime to the disheartened crowns. Selfish if I prayed for patience When the only time I do is when my soul feels vacant See blues in the muddy water Sing my sorrows in the truth Is a poem still a poem if it's self-centered Find I write just to center myself See the proof, one breath out for relief Another in begin to vent, preach peace Take a couple nines to the one percent Oh I must be I was given another option Propped up to position by leaning on all my problems Hit a dialogue, know what they pay me as I'm human, don't we share the same species? If I must be the radical, don't shoot me for a retweet. Sing about me. Sing my lows as well as victories. Teach my wrong and speak my history. Craft just how they remember me. A man of action and a thought, and of course, a couple daisies by my corpse, so I must be. Trust me, you agree, and I'm the hero. If you don't, then it's fuck me I don't talk my truth for hugs I don't need you all to love me Just to listen, forgiveness or permission I've been around the kings I've been around the victims I've been around the queens I've been around the riches I fasted with the Muslims I prayed with the Christians I've been around the desperate I know why they did it I've lived through the evils I've stood with the people And they look at me Fragrance. You want no votes on my cages I grind the tears of a nation They think they don't 
Cause they keep on telling me shh And I keep on talking and talking around Let's just hope that they call me Back this on loud from the coast of Kamasi Back this on loud from the coast of Kamasi Back this on loud from the back this on like action with no fort Men don't follow blind men to war Shopping. My attire so you part of my decor uh-huh. Do you remember the depths from which we start from? Young soldier I admire your resilience A young mind should never fear the experience I paved ways to pay dues and diligence While looking up what's mine like a privilege By far the greatest wrongs are inflicted on self The weight of our opinions now dictated by wealth Weight the position of my passion now placed on both shoulders I will speak for the ones who see hope but feel hopeless I was born with the gold embedded deep in my roots Where a couple of them cities pay police not to shoot Your people have seen war but they do not have a clue My people have seen more where compassion as the proof My daddy was a member of the CPP If ignorance is what they teach then they need not preach The blackest star may shine bright Guide my feet forever forward through heavy waters like it's not that deep I find the nerve of my peers unsettling Willing to sell evil to their people to profit of their people I was looking like a prophet to my people But I never asked nothing of my people Simply spoke to my people now They look at me They look at me Was Kwame Nkrumah produced by Lupus Kane? Lupus, what a man! You yeah. need to buy all your producers like a bouquet of flowers because <laughs> these lot came through yeah, above they did come and beyond. Through the assist, you. Though. Just send like weekly text messages about how grateful you are to them. Man, do you know what me and Lupus was together yesterday, and we realized that we've only made great songs. I mean, that's a fucking great realization to have. Yeah, like literally though, as in like we'll link up and all the bangers we'll make in one session and he'll go back to Sweden and then I'll finish them later. But like, all of them turn out to be the tunes. Do you know what I mean? Unintentionally, but they all turn out to be like the record that everyone's like, what record is that? How do I get that? What is yeah, that yeah, yeah. And then this was just one of them. Do you think this is the songest, strongest song on the project? Um, it's the most passionate project song on the project, Bar Wrenched You. Um, but... Everyone's going to have a different connection to every record. First of all, for people who don't know, Kwame Nkrumah. Is the first um, Ghanaian president and the man that led Ghana to independence. Why is it so important for you to talk about that side of your heritage? Um, Because to a certain degree, um, I needed something and I wanted to speak about something that was a true representation of 
my heritage, but at the same time wasn't a massive history lesson. I feel like um, there are leaders that we, we speak of constantly and some of them in some ways got, get forgotten about or they don't get spoken about in, in ways which I feel highlight or draw attention to or empower. Um, but we lend power to negative characters. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, not to say, oh... Negative maybe, fictional characters ne- too. Negative fictional characters on top of it that are completely representative of, like, uh, a glamorization of something that isn't necessarily beneficial to anybody. Do you think the Scarface is a glamorization? It kind of feels satirical at the points. Because um, those are real-life people, but yeah. they're, he, they're, it's kind of comical. Yeah, but again, and, and, and in a sense, it, it does because... Um, surely, like, there's there's parts of that that whole kind of like Italian crime world, yeah, that has such a deep history that makes it become actually fascinating, and interesting, and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like it's almost just become a noun for "I'm cool" instead of actually, "What do you actually do? Are you really moving that much weight? Are you be Are you prepared to get I shot off a balcony?" The irony <laughs> is, is in the fact that he's a caricature of, yeah. of real life situations yeah, of bad exactly. drug dealers, but then people still kind of wane to be like that, mm, not but knowing then, yeah, it's actually a jo- it's a joke. We have everything now. We have like the Hefe's, the Jose's, the Mourinho's, yeah, whatever. Like little chappers, all <laughs> that. Like, it's... do you think it's weird that people look like you look at you like the winner, but all you did was chase your it's birthright true. of having a dream? Um, it's not weird. This is it goes back to that god complex. Were you gonna go back into the god no, complex? No, we're not gonna go back into the god complex, but but um, but there is there is a sense of like the people have placed me on this pedestal, and um, as much as I can or could, I kind of step back and I said I just want to be amongst and document and create amongst the people that I'm inspired by, which is people. Do you know what I'm saying? To not overuse the word, but like I'm inspired by everyday life and Mm. to remove myself from that and place myself on a pedestal, that means what am I talking about? What am I saying? Where are you creating from? Where am I creating from? And um, so with with this record, it was kind of like, um, it was an understanding of self and an admiration. That's why I had to say at the beginning, it's a poem still a poem if it's self-centered. Because I was actually looking through everything I had done and I was like, nah, like let me let me actually say, well done. Do you know what I mean? Like you you've done it, you've made it this far. And it was through resilience. And there was um something I kind of idolized in Kwame and Krum, especially with my the way my dad would speak about him and the the passion and excitement that he would tell me the stories about Kwame and Krumah. Um and I was like, Yeah, I want that. Like that that's inspiring to me, man. Man led a whole country to independence. Like like that's tough. Like that's tough <laughs> to, say the least. Uh, to say the least. Like and ultimately, for everything he standed, like wanted to to achieve, and everything he stood for was this catalyst kind of effect. If that makes sense. And I I wanted to be a part of that. I want to be a catalyst. I want to inspire new elements of thought and creative approaches. I want to do that. Blue Daisy showed his dad that song and his dad mm. said, why don't you make music like this? Oh, <laughs> well, why not? Bang your chest, cuz. <laughs> Bang your chest. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And I thought there's probably so many like African parents that have kids that make music and they must have showed them that song. Yeah. And it's been like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You guys or are making some mad rants. Yeah. Or you guys are making some cool stuff. Um, 
You've been amongst the kings and the victims. Yeah. At what end of the scale do you sit? Ooh. I'm chilling. I'm I'm no king. I'm no king. That that. But that are you is, no victim? I'm no victim either. I'm never that. Like this is the thing. It's like this this idea of like don't meet your idols. And if you imagine the industry to be an idol, something I really, really, really wanted to be a part of, and then I was in it all of a sudden, and you see the divide between, and this is any creative industry, but right now I'm, I'm focusing on music, for example. I come from a time where you've got spitters, people that are making tunes that can rap or do whatever, they're just doing it on their own accord and they're, they're, they're trying to bust through and they're, they're seeing their avenues as stuff like GRM, Link Up, SB, da 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 like, that's how they think, they think they're going to bust. And they never see anything to do with like the radio charts or anything as a possibility. It's only in recent years that like you can like say Section Boy, Stormzy, that have managed <laughs> to actually break that, that, that stereotype of it's not possible. Mm. But, um, but then once you sit in this middle point, you've, I've crossed over in a world where I can say, yeah, I've, I've had the BBC support. I've had the magazines, the, um, the sold out shows, tours, da, 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 and I've seen that kind of stuff. Um, and, and what the scene I came from, I don't even want to be like, they're the victims, but like the people that are still trying to bust through, how they perceive it and then what it actually is. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, it, the, the, the juxtaposition between both, I use this word a lot, but that's what life is. It's just a, it's a constant comparison Alex, between... And 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 just, yeah, and I sent I I. It was just, just weird, just weird, just weird to be in. I was in. I was always one of those kids that was like. About, like I'd chill with the stoners one day, and then I'd be with like, the. In the library with. The library with the nerds, and then on the playground dancing with like black kids and playing. Nah, I could never play football, but like, I was just about. So I saw a lot of stuff. While we run the last track, the outro mm -hmm. of the project, I just want you to think about, we had this conversation last time about why you haven't signed a deal. And it was a long and lengthy, mm. lengthy discussion. Mm -hmm. Why are you saying that? Have you signed? No. All right, cool. Um, I want you to sum it up in one sentence. Okay. And just have a think about how you can say that while we run the, the last song. Ghana was a very beautiful place, a very enjoyable place. Socially, there were more respect. Oh, uh, that, the other day, that day, that, that day, hey, it's a day of happiness, of pride, that after all, black man is going to rule himself. We were very happy and proud, and uh, 
that day, Accra everywhere, the big uh, cities everywhere, and Nkrumah gave a very historic speech that day. At, it, it, it was at night, going to the midnight. Everywhere, people, people, people. We didn't sleep all night. <laughs> but, jealous, man. a lot of stuff still i can't even lie the first time that i actually heard that i cried a tear i can't i'm not even gonna act like i didn't mm. because i just kind of felt like i've experienced an, an emotion that i have never didn't even know existed mm. like to actually understand a situation yeah that's what that was it was like complete clarity yeah and that is just overwhelming i think that is honestly one of the most beautiful moments ever captured on anything because it's just so Honest. Yeah. Your dad comes alive for the first time in the project. He's on and every single song. Long, but that's the first time. And he... that's the first time you really hear him mm. speak. Apart from when he's getting on to me about love. Yeah, true. Apart from when he's cussing you out. Yeah. That's the first time. And he sounds like a kid. Like he yeah. sounds happy and he sounds like yeah. he was back there. And, and that's, then... that's, that's, that's literally it. That's, that's, that's what 23 Winters is. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of like, yeah, it's me now. I'm 23, but like, I always kind of put it down to like, when you reach clarity, do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like I've reached an element of clarity now at 23. So what am I gonna feel like or think like 23 years from now and then so on and so forth. And what moments am I gonna think back to and go rah, like, yo, do you remember when, um, when Drake bust through, <laughs> through the crowd at uh, Village Underground with Section, Section Boys, Boys. and Everyone goes mad. Like, I'm going to think about that 20 years from now and be like, yo, I was, <laughs> that's a mad thing. Like, do you know what I mean? Or, or like, even down to like, I wasn't directly affected by it, but like, the day Obama became president. Do you know what I mean? There's so many people that are going to think back to that day and be like, right, I remember standing there at the inauguration and going, yo, that's hope. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, little, little things are all going to trigger in our memories. It's you- like, this perfect, perfect, state of nostalgia and are you trying to create those moments for other people i'd love for that one of those moments to be one of my shows i'd love that like 20 years from now someone goes yo like do you remember that koji show at wembley arena i was wavy still <laughs> man had giraffes in the building how do you even get a giraffe in there i don't think anyone's gonna forget the girl who fainted at your show yeah i think that's oh. the urban legend is that yes yeah, the prophet bit. koji radical spoke <laughs> And she fainted. And she caught the Holy Ghost and just fell to the floor. Yeah, I don't think anyone will forget that. Man, that's love though. Yo, the craziest thing is like I won't even bait them up, but there's like um there's a couple that 
that I'm really, really close to. And the first time they kissed was at one of, at one of my shows. And they're still together. And they remind me that they're like, yo, thank you. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it was one of those things where I wasn't directly, I can't say, yeah, I made you guys kiss, but you provide those moments. You provide those landscapes for people to create memories in. Is that what you're kind of, is that an aim or like a focus for you to not really specifically the impact of the products, but mm -hmm. actually the, the ripples? Yeah, out. 100%, 100%. What, 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 my, um, my, Memories will be as short-lived as the moments that I try to like pinpoint them to. So if it's just like, yo, what what was everyone saying in the first minute? Who cares? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what are people saying time from now? Like, I want, I don't, I don't care if people don't get this project now. They will get it eventually. They just need to see more, understand more, live more, and it'll start to make complete sense to them. There's there's so many cross references in certain songs. There's 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 layers of thought that exist in our generation that are all within this project and you can hand pick whatever moment is tailor made to your experiences at life but they all they're all there all right after the the question that i um asked you before we played that song mm -hmm. you've been offered yeah i've been offered those why haven't you signed any as concise as you can it doesn't make sense Simple as that. It's nonsense. It's a nonsensical process at the minute. Why is that? Um, what would make sense? What would be your ideal situation? Partnership. I, instead of an ownership? Instead of an ownership. I, you want what I've made. I want your ability to give it to people. Let's link. You don't own me. I don't own you. But... You can see a product here and I want to distribute this product. I would also like to create this product as freely and without any kind of um, restraint as possible. Leave me alone. Let me make it. Put it out there for me. So. No one's quite jumped on to that. I've just not entertained Deal anybody. of a lifetime. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's one of those ones where because people are used to a routine and... Um, the way things should go or the way things normally go, it's assembling the minds that are willing to take that risk. Because there's no formula saying it's going to work. There's a formula saying that signing a free album deal and doing this and this and this and this may potentially work if people like you. But there's no formula to say, actually, let's give an independent artist that does poetry full creative control and distribution rights. There's no formula that says that, but you create that. You have to make it yourself. Do you like the album? Do you like the EP, sorry? Yeah, I think it's amazing. What's your favourite moment? My favourite moment on it is, at the moment, is Love Interlude. Because it, 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 I can listen to that in the depths of sadness and smile. Good. Right, I'm wrapping it up. Bam. Why are you putting it on iTunes? I thought you didn't want to put stuff on iTunes. Um, to get it on Apple Music and Spotify and other streaming um, platforms, it has to go into iTunes. And at the same time, as I said earlier, I need to know I'm able to eat in the long term. So for right now, as I'm living my experiences, I'm happy to create with the intent of giving people the music and then charging for the experiences. Um, 
So even with this project, I'm not taking it off SoundCloud. It's, it's still going to be available for a free stream. Yeah, you have the decision. You have listen the decision. to this. You have the decision to pay for it. Yeah, you have the decision to support it. If you feel like it is a good representation of the quality and the standard and the ideas you want to hear from British music, support it. And uh, uh, allow it to be created again. Yeah. And more. Yeah, more. That's but all it really is. That's basically it. That's, that's, the, only, that's the only thing. I, that's not I, even... Don't... It's not even paying for this project. It's paying for the next one. Basically. Essentially. Yeah. It's out today. Yes, it's out today. It's out today. It's not. It's not. It's out when you're listening to this, not when we did it. Um, <laughs> so go, go pick it up. iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, if you do that. Tidal. Tidal, if you as do Kanye that. Kanye would say. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> oh, you should have dropped it at the same time as Kanye dropped the thing because when Tidal was booming... To. I would have, I would have loved to drop this project the same day as Kanye dropped his. Why? Because mine's better. And on that note, guys, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Follow Koji at Koji Radical on everything. Hashtag twenty three winners. If you want to talk about the project, leave your feedback, all of that stuff. Let him know if you loved it, if you hated it, if you think he should talk about love more and people, or love people less. Thought I should have talked about love less. Really? Well, there's one review I read that wasn't happy with the love section. But he gave the project four out of five stars. Uh, yeah, so there's two songs about love on it. So yeah. it kind of makes sense yeah. that he would take... Yeah, he took a star off. Does it? Does that not piss you off? Nah. Because, again, not everyone, like, people might be pissed off and want to be on some, like, yeah, bomb, revolution, da 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 and they ain't got time for girls. But it still comes from your perspective. So and it's like, what do you care more about the subject or your perspective? They, I think in their shoes, they want to be diplomatic and they speak about their experience when they're listening to the music and review it in relation to their experience. I just provide an experience for everybody at every time. All right, say no more. Love, love. Hashtag S-Y-W-B-A-A so you can let me know if you like the track-by-track track breakdown and mm. if I should do more and who you want to do it. But go support the thing. King Koji Radical, my brother. Thank, Thank you. you, my G. And hopefully... Love. You get to hear this one. Hopefully nothing <laughs> happens by the time we put it out. We still got to do one of these just conversational yeah, ones. Yeah, like, that will come. That will come. But yeah, it's got to be on there. After you get your first three-month thing from uh, iTunes, we can talk about how well it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Pressure boy, take. <laughs> yeah.